Good day, inspired listeners, my inspired friends. I'm Stacy Fleece, and I'm here with Samantha Tradrelius. Hello, Samantha. Good day, Miss Fleece. Good day. And I'm so glad that you, of all people, can pronounce my last name correctly. It, I, it, I like it. It rolls off my tongue and I like it. Although when you first met Peach, I had to, it was a practice. There was, I there wasn't was, always a Tredelius. I was a Strickler before. So and there was, there was a training involved in learning how to pronounce that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. spell it, honestly. You're, you're always fleece. So it's good. It's easy. Yeah, easy I got it. That's an easy one. Um, so today is, today is kind of a cool day for me because for us, because we are coming up to the end of 2021, which as I have said on previous episodes has been yet another fucked up year that, um, <laughs> We are wrapping up and hopefully 2022 gets us back to normal. Although honestly, do any of us even know what normal is? Do you like think before? that we're going to have a non-COVID 22 or do you think no, it's going to be think, stupid? I, I think it's, I don't think it's going to be as stupid as it is now. I'm hoping it's going to be more like, uh, more like a flu, you know, like, like- our annual shots and there's always some people that die from it. And we go, really? There's people that die from that? I mean, people die from the flu and I'm always... I don't know. Every year I'm always like they do, but mm-hmm. I hope COVID gets to the point where it's, it's a flu. Cause I think, I think it's in our world forever. I don't yeah. know that. It, I don't know that it ever goes away. Um, sadly, but we're get, I, I do feel like we're getting closer to getting it under control. Maybe. I know. I kind of feel like that too. I live. Maybe if I lived in Arkansas, I wouldn't feel that way. I know. I think we're in our San Francisco bubble, so to speak, where we've, we're, we're kind of somewhat on the other side, but I don't know. I'm still, I'm still wearing my mask, girl. I'm still wearing my mask. I know. But, you know, 2021 has been a lot about COVID projects and COVID 2022, 2020, or 2020 and 21. COVID purchases, COVID projects, um, starting things that I think people sort of always had on their to-do list. And we went, okay, you know, we're, we're home a lot. Like, this seems like something we could do. And so here we are at the end of the year. And I, I look back at this podcast and we've almost been doing this for a year. It's like we nuts. started this in early 21 when we were all still locked up in our homes. And how were we going to do this? And let's see, you know, did we have time to do this? And at that point, all we had was nothing but time and to-go cocktails. Right. And I remember having a discussion about doing this and it kind of just came together really quickly. And I was like, you know what, let's just record it and go and see where it takes us. And, you know, it's been a really unbelievable journey. A lot, a lot, I've gotten a lot more out of it than I even pro- probably could have ever imagined. I think you could probably say the same thing, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I do think that having the opportunity to talk to some of ama- some amazing women throughout the year. And uh, I mean, outside of the three of us, right? Mm-hmm. You may have, uh, we're amazing as we are. Yes, we um, are. But to be able to get in front of some really fantastic women doing super cool stuff out in the world and doing it so silently and not really ever having a platform to talk about it or put it out there. And it, it's also interesting how many women didn't really realize what they were doing was cool or like, God, when anybody yeah. really want to hear about it. And so to be able to provide that platform for them to get the word out about what they're doing and having an impact on people 
uh, and changing the, I, I mean, there's, there's things I've changed in my life mm-hmm. because of people we have met on this podcast. Well, and I think it was interesting too, to talk to a lot of these women who, you know, many of them we know, or, you know, one of us knows somehow, some way, and to be able to really tell their stories out loud, because these women are so amazing. And, you know, you talk to someone like Lorelai, who's, you know, working in a corporate, big, big corporation. um, And, you know, there was no women that there was a very low contingent of women that were hired. And so she was really involved with helping them boost that employee count. Or you talk to Dr. Karen Horton, who's, you know, reconstructing breasts and educating women on breast cancer and and all the things that, you know, up until Arnold Schwarzenegger, there was no um, coverage for reconstructive surgery. I mean, I've learned so many things from talking to these gals. I loved um, how many women had to be flexible in their careers. Like how many of us had something happen in our lives that not expecting, weren't asking for, and thought, okay, let's just, let's regroup and figure out how we're going to change this. And I think my favorite one was probably Janie over at Manstone Skin and Body Care, where she literally started this business because she had such a desire to care for other women and she couldn't have kids. Mm -hmm. And that's what made her start her business. If you haven't listened to that, I think it's episode 13. If you haven't listened to that, it's pretty amazing that you would take the 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 life that th- life throws at you that you can't have kids and you turn that into a hugely successful business caring for others because you have that maternal instinct and and she turned it into a hugely successful business and it's amazing that she shared that with us too i liked um talking with dr aaron bennett about uh being a veterinarian and how i had no idea what happens when she goes home because of the impact of her job and what the suicide rate for veterinarians is. Oh oh my God. I have no no idea. idea. I had no idea. And how that takes such a huge toll on someone. I mean, I can imagine what it's like to work with children and work with, you know, people in that way, but animals, and then having to have people be so horrible is, is crazy to me, you know? It's uh yeah, that was, that was a big shock. That was a big shock. And how about how she moved to Ireland and just like packed her shit up. and was like deuces. I'm oh, out of here. Like, whoa. Like a week before school started. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, and she, <laughs> I, who packs a bag and lands in Ireland and doesn't even know where they're going to stay. I like, could she, never do that. I couldn't do it. When I get there, like I can't, my brain doesn't work that way, but God love her. I, um, I wish, I wish my brain did work that way. Mine, but a lot of the women that we talked to did take crazy risks and did take big jumps um, to better themselves or perhaps life through some real big situations like Christina Flack, you know, with the death of her husband. And she had to really take that and make it into something else. And, and with her work of philanthropy and just keep going and, you know, her, her just positive outlook on things. I mean, Women are very resilient, I think was women a big are, takeaway. Women are amazing and flexible and pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, people, but we never talk about it. We, we don't. We, don't ever, we, we think we're just doing what we have to do to get by, but it's so much more than that. And to be able to hear the stories of other women and what they've overcome or what they've just went, all right, I'm just going to like damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. Uh, I just think that's very inspiring for the rest of us. 
to really get out there and do the same. How about these kids we just talked to last couple of weeks ago, you know, learning from Gen Z, you know, to be able to have those dialogues with these young girls, hearing about what it's like to be a young girl. I mean, I left that conversation going, oh my gosh, like. I was really surprised. I, they're I, so much I, smarter than us. I was going to say, I heard such, and, and, I, and all of these girls are very accomplished, smart young women, but to hear the, the level of intelligence and thought in those answers uh, took me a little by surprise, I got to admit. When I was 16, 17, I wasn't thinking about these types of conversations. And I think our job as bigger adult women, we have set the stage for them in some ways to really be able to understand and have those in conversations and talk about those uncomfortable things. I find that fascinating. Yeah, they, uh, they're amazing. Our future's bright. That's the takeaway. Um, that, is, that is good. It's good to know that we've, we're doing something right out there, right? <laughs> I, felt better, I felt better about the future after that. Three minutes. And I was like, yeah, we're good. We're good. Right? Right? Yeah. It's, it's incredible. How about um, when we talked to the battalion chief and she talked about the idea of every day going and, and connecting with someone to say that, they impacted her or she was grateful for them or she's there for them. I mean, when we were done with that conversation, I think off the recording, we were talking about, wow, like that's something I want to do. I was actually telling PJ and he actually made himself a note as I'm talking to him. He's like, that's a really freaking good idea. Yeah, that was, um, and, and of course, nobody gets to hear the chatter after we stop the recording. But as soon as we stopped the recording, I told her, I love that and I'm going to adopt that and because we just, we don't say it enough to each other. Um, men, women, children, doesn't matter. Um, and I think about, you know, 20, 25 years ago, college or internships and who had an impact in my life. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, it's funny last year, or I guess it was earlier this year, um, International Women's Day, right? So my company uh, did a little video with a few of us talking about sort of um, impacts we had as women and, or, or ways we'd been, we'd been impacted as women in business. And one of the things that I talked about was um, something that a, a very early boss had said to me. Oh my gosh, we talked, remember we talked about this on one. We this was did, good. And, and the, the quick summary was she when I wanted to quit and, and move to a different role at another company that was kind of a step up, she said to me, you, you'll never make it because you're a woman and you're too nice. You're too nice. I remember. And we had a discussion about being nice and kind, nice and kind. That was a good yeah, talk. And, that was a good uh, episode. And, and, you know, I think about people like that and, and the impact she had and, and, um, you know, positive and negative, right? Like that, that kind of impact to me sort of drives me, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I don't, I, she didn't mean it in a negative way, but it's funny, the words you say that stick with somebody 20, 25 years later, mm -hmm. um, that still sticks with me. Isn't or, that crazy? Or the jobs over the past that I didn't get because they didn't think I was good enough for that role, just fire me up to show them uh, you made a mistake in that mm -hmm. hiring. That was your mistake. That was your loss there, buddy. How about when we talked to Amanda Adams and talked, you know, she's a personal shopper, but digging deeper there about what she does for women and their self-confidence with, with clothes and, and how that 
is her, you know, keeps her going. And, and that feeling, I really well, enjoyed that. I'm, and I'm a perfect candidate for that because I, um, I could use that level of self-confidence, which I oftentimes don't have as I sit here in workout clothing. So, um, honestly, I, 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 it's hard for me now to look at Birkenstocks without thinking boner blockers. About the boner blockers. Every time I see them, I think about the same thing. I didn't wear them before, but I certainly would not wear them now. Hard no for me as well. Hard yeah. no. And white denim still, you guys, even, even though we're months later, it's still a hard no for me. I, 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 I'll spill on it. Like white denim will last me one day. I'll spill on it. It'll stain and I won't be able to get it out. So it's just a I problem. Just, my my clutziness prevents me from wearing white denim, mm-hmm. regardless of the fashion trend that it may or may not be. I love talking to some of the makers. So we talked with Lori O'Hare of Olita. We talked with Elizabeth Kotsich of uh, the Everybody Wrap and these women that have made products, their manufacturing products. That part I thought was really cool because I had no idea uh, the back end of, of making a product and getting it out on the marketplace. Well, and to take an idea and turn it into something that actually sits on the shelves or actually yeah. that you're actually selling and making a living on selling something that you went, I can, I can do this better, or here's a product the world is missing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I, I think it is a ballsy move that I always have great respect for, for anyone that will start a business grow a business and create a product or a product line that, um, that we didn't have before. And, and, and that's theirs. That, that was their idea that this product you can hold. It's fair. I mean, it's much different than you and I in financial services where we don't actually physically have, I mean, we have documents, but we don't actually have that tangible that we could feel. Um, how about Jeannie Jarnow and Heather Anderson? And they both were women that created products or services because they wanted something either to help to uh, outline the experiences they were going through with Heather or create a product service uh, line or storefront that was for women that wanted more or women like her because she wanted more out of her beauty products. And we actually went and saw Jeannie. You got to go in and see her her storefront a couple of weeks ago. And, and, uh, you know, I thought she was amazing when we talked to her. I had such respect for what she what she did and what she's building and, and and especially because so many of the products in her store are not only you know she she just vets them to the nth degree but 90 percent of those product lines are owned by women so there's women supporting women in the in the easiest fashion right she opens a store and then has them bring their product in but i will tell you that i um i sort of fought i didn't fought isn't the right word but i I had always wanted to go there, but put it off, put it off, put it off because I just, as you know, I've had weird issues with my skin over the years and, uh, you know, dermatol- 15 dermatologists later and finally <laughs> have these creams that I'm using that it just seems to kind of keep everything status quo. So I don't, I don't like people touching my skin. I don't like getting facials. I don't want to change anything. And uh, finally went into Jeannie's store in Novato and the products in there, I will admit, are amazing. And I had a very frank conversation with her. She looked at my skin. I'm like, what would you recommend? And I actually, uh, I hadn't done this in years, but I actually bought some different skin products that are all natural to use. And I went cold turkey on my dermatologist chemical lotions 
prescription lotions that day. And that was what, a month plus ago. Mm -hmm. And my skin, your skin looks good, girl. Perfect. Yeah. It looks really good. Perfect. It's the genius. Um, I should have done that a long time ago. She knows, she knows her shit. Right. Not that I didn't think she knew her shit, but I was like, oh, I'm different. I have, I have skin issues. I'm different. No, I'm not. No, she's a badass. And the thing that she didn't really get too much into um, when we chatted with her was, you know, her background was a spa, being a spa director and then creating this line. And what she did is she created the discovery boxes, which every month you can get. Um, they're like a subscription box. And I believe it's like $39. It's something incredibly reasonable. Um, and you can, you know, try out new stuff and everything that is in her store is at the same quality and they're full-size products. I mean, it's, she's doing some great stuff. So Beauty Heroes is online, Google them. We'll put their, you can listen to Jeannie's episode um, in our show, but it's, she's just, women like her are so cool and fun to follow and just get involved with because they're making shit happen, right? I love it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's funny, women, women have this different level of emotion behind what they do, right? And I think about, like, one of, one of our early episodes we did with Kathy Kamei, who makes this amazing jewelry, but, but it all has sort of this deep-seated meaning behind it, and, and where it comes from, and the, the spirit with which she designs it and makes it. I believe that was the first episode that we all cried on Oh my god, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure we all cried uh, on that one, and, um, we've, you know, we've cried since, but that was like, okay, we're all, we're all tearing up. Who's going to, who's going to talk now? Or, um, you know, just, just like I said, the stuff behind the scenes that women are doing to, to sort of pave the way for those that want to come behind them. And I think about like Leslie Smith, who's out there, uh, refing basketball games for, for college men's teams. As ultimate women doing this, and as president of the organization of refs in her area up in the Pacific Northwest. She's amazing. She's amazing. I really loved this one. And this one, I think we could both get behind the COVID nurses. So we interviewed two nurses, one oh, from yeah, each we coast. Cried we, cried we cried. We all lost our shit because, I mean, it's such a timely moment. But what all of you might not know is behind the scenes, it really got us to thinking, hey, you know what, we need to do something for these women and their mental health. And so uh, we, as you know, sit on the board of Sparkle Foundation. We got into gear, we talked to our team, and we, um, as a result, three weeks later, generated 1,000 boxes of gratitude and went and delivered them all over the Bay Area, up here in San Francisco, in Sacramento. And what an impact it was made across the board. And it was because of the two, these two women we interviewed. They were so amazing um, that it moved us to make go out there and do something for them. And it was very well received. There was so much anger and heartache and exhaustion mm-hmm. behind these nurses and, uh, over what's gone on over the last year and a half. And, and I think, you know, we, we all know it's there, but we get to walk away from it. They don't. You know, we can sit in our homes and at least sort of hide in our own pods. They can't. Um, but I'll tell you, I did some of the delivering, as did you. And and it is, it's always so funny when you do something like that. And they're mystified when you walk in and you say, I have these these boxes to donate, just boxes of goodies. We just want to say thank you for everything you've done over the last year and a half. And they literally are looking at you sideways. Right. Like, what, what, do, what do you, what do you mean? Like, yeah. why, why would you do this? And 
just because we know that you guys have worked really hard and we appreciate everything you've done to keep our community safe. And I think what's but, but more, they, they absolutely are, are dumb they're dumb. blown away. They're blown away. And I, what I don't understand, and it's the same thing when we did the teacher stuff, because we, as an organization have done teachers, we've done women, small business owners, people are floored when you show up with items just to say thank you. And that was another um, conversation that we had had a couple of weeks ago was about being grateful and being kind and saying thank you and being good and having purpose in your environment. I mean, that is kind of the walk we walk on a daily basis, but uh, so many women that we spoke to are doing that as well. And that's pretty, pretty remarkable. Yeah. Lift, lifting up community, lifting up spirit, lifting up women. Um, just, you know, so much, I mean, you know, of course, sparkle women helping women. Right. But we really need that in the world in general. And like I said, to be able to have this podcast that has turned into a platform and we created this with this in mind, but to, to have something tangible that is a platform that allows these amazing women doing the work behind the scenes quietly with no place to talk about it, no place to share, no place to generate ideas for others, to be able to come on and talk about that um, has been hugely impactful to me. Um, I think, and, I, and I hope the same for people who have listened as we wrap up our first year. But I think too, the fact that women, we are talking about it amongst ourselves with our, our immediate circles. We're just not talking about it out loud on a bigger scale. And so that was the point of Inspired was to be able to have this place where women can be heard, they can be inspired, um, and they can get their you know, everyday woman doing extraordinary kind of work out there um, because women need to talk about this kind of stuff because then it inspires your sister next to you to go out and do something great too. Um, yeah. and, and, and I'll tell you the way they do that, the way, the way that we can all help each other is liking this podcast, yes, subscribing to this podcast. And then I do want to touch on also what you have done specifically to inspire others with the brand new book that is coming out, which I think is a very big deal and is right along the lines of everything we're doing in this podcast. I think it complements it amazingly. So your book about women of impact. Yes, thank you. Um, so I have written a book, but my COVID baby is now birthed and ready for production. Um, I wrote we're a still, book. We're still doing COVID projects. We're still, we're still rolling them out. Uh, yeah, I wrote a book uh, uh, giving, uh, there's 23 profiles of women doing this extraordinary work. Some of these women are, you know, women we've interviewed. Stacy, you're actually featured in this book of a woman who's doing extraordinary work. And I basically just wanted to celebrate the women in my life that have made me the woman that I am because I am only the woman I am because of all the women that have you know, lifted me up or, or provided me with the tools in my toolbox to be able to move uh, forward in this world. So I wrote a book and the book is now uh, available uh, as of November 11th. It will be on sale and I'm very proud of it. It uh, has a lot of meaning for myself and the women that are in it because their stories need to be told because women are doing big time shit all the time. And we need to talk about it. We need to talk about it really loud. Well, and I have to say sitting here right now, I, I don't know what you've written about me. I, I haven't seen it. I don't know what you've written. And honestly- Which is I, frightening that you trust me that much. I trust you. <laughs> but 
when you so so um just so so listeners understand i i knew she was working on a book i didn't quite know the the topic the what she was i just knew it was a covid project in the works and then i got this email that said hey this is what the book is you're featured in it you know i want to make sure before we before we go to print i want to make sure you're okay with that but um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna show you what i wrote I mean, if she's to your credit, you said if you really want to see it, yep. I'll let you see it. But I that I'd I'd rather you be surprised. Um, it it totally made me cry. Oh my god! When I got the email, because you know we do we do what we do day in day out, and sometimes it feels like we do what we do just to survive that day. And you know, I'll deal with tomorrow, tomorrow, because I don't have capacity to deal with tomorrow today. Um, and you don't really realize sometimes the effect you're having on others, even just making it through that day. Thank you for making me cry as well. Um, but that is the stories. The stories in there are women like yourself. They're women like my mother, my grandmother, you know. Um, and there's a laundry list of gals that that all are doing that work on a daily basis and inspiring not only me, but everyone else that they come across. Um, one of the women in the book is Auntie Barbara, you know, Barb, and, and just what a light, you know, these women are when they come into a room and how they are the last to ask about themselves and the first to ask and be concerned with everyone else. I mean, that is the premise of the stories that I that I'm sharing. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's a very big honor to have so many wonderful women in my life, but I really, and I go back to it, I say, I am only the woman I am because of all of you around me and all of you that we're interviewing. We're lucky to have a group of strong people like that around us. Right. And we're all such alphas and we're all like able to function and <laughs> boost each other because it's like, I think I said on one of our very first sessions was like, there are two different types of women in this world. There are women that lift others. And there are women that are trying to knock those down. Um, and surrounding yourself with the lifters is what it's all about, because the, that is what makes you such a better person, I think, and, and makes your days so much more full and having your life be full with purpose. Um, I mean, that's important to me. And that's kind of, you know, the walk that I walk on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely, you do. Uh, tell us the name of the book and where people can buy it, because Honestly, this would be a really great Christmas gift for your girlfriends, for your daughters, for your mother. If your mother had an impact on you, if your aunt had an impact on you, who, who a, a boss? Yes, um, I, I think it would be. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna give a bunch not because I'm in the book, but I, I have a lot of people that, um, you know, back to the battalion chief. I would like them to know that they had an impact on my life. So. Where can we get this book? What's it called and where can we get it? Uh, the book is called Impact. It's stories of change makers, creators, and everyday women doing extraordinary work. It is a uh, seven by 10 or 10 by seven coffee table book. It is going to be available on my website at samanthatradelius.com. Uh, you could buy it there. That is the preferred venue of purchasing because all the other venues, I didn't know this, but once you start to get into book sales, the amount of money that like an Amazon takes. Yeah. I mean, you know this as an author. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, it will be available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, but I'd rather you buy it from me directly at samanthatradelius.com. Um, and there will be a book signing 
event on the 11th of uh, November at Kavala Point. And then again, I'm going to be doing another one, um, Small Business Saturday at Beauty Heroes. I'll get some details on that. Uh, and I'll be in Novato signing books as well. Do you know what date that is off the top of your head? I believe it's like the, it's the Thanksgiving, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Oh, Saturday after Thanksgiving. So that's going to be the 20, like the 27th, I think. Uh, let me get that. It's the 27th. Yeah. So you can come get some Beauty Heroes products, load up and come and see me uh, and get a, get a signed book. I like it. Yes. And you and knock out some, you knock out some holiday shopping. Two holiday shopping experiences, boom, done, which is, you know, slam dunk. Um, I want to say thank you to you, Stacy, And I want to say thank you to Jen as well for allowing this experience to take place, because I think that this has been for me, something I've always wanted to do and to be able to actually make it happen, <laughs> not knowing much about technology. <laughs> I mean, the fact that we got this far. Edited and, and for anyone who's listened to our early episodes, uh, we started out unedited because we didn't know how to edit. Didn't know. Uh, it wasn't something that any of us had the skill set to do. So we thought, fine, we just won't. But I, leave, I believe it was Michelle who owns an amazing CrossFit gym in San Rafael who said to us, well, that's fine because life's not edited. So that's the truth. We have, we have owned that, Michelle. Thank you very much for that. We have taken that and, and made it part of this show. And, and to this day, we don't edit. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too. And to all of you that are makers, that are creators, that are moms, that are friends, that are sisters, that are just women in general, thank you for inspiring us. And thank you for sharing your stories with us and go out there and be inspired.